giant stalker, dragon stalker, crypt stalker, demon stalker, rift stalker, grown stalker, grip stalker, scourge stalker, wind runner. I'm a pony, lead skill hunter. Welcome to episode 230 of the Hunting Party Podcast. I'm Darkproof from thebrewhall.com and the Brew Hall on Twitter. I'm Delirium from Thrill of the Wild, the Warcraft Hunters Union, and at Delirium Hunts on Twitter. I'm Bendak from Eyes of the Beast, Blizzard Watch, and Bendak Wow on Twitter. And I'm Roger Brown from uh, somewhere in Greece and uh, <laughs> at Method Roger on Twitter. <laughs> awesome. All right, well, today is Sunday, December the 13th, 2015, and we are broadcasting live on Twitch.tv. You can participate in the live chat room where our lovely moderator, Ali Sander, is there to take your questions. And we've got a, another uh, exciting show for you today. The The Legion Alpha is where, well underway, and uh, since the last episode, I believe both Roger, you, and Bendek have now been invited into the into the Alpha, which is which is great. So we'll have some, some firsthand uh, experiences to... To, to talk about today but uh given that the only spec playable in the alpha right now is survival that we thought we'd focus pretty much just on on that spec and maybe go over some of the abilities talents and artifacts this time uh and see kind of how they play out play out together and uh bendek i know you've played it quite a bit so we'll get a lot of your impressions of uh survival in fact why don't we start there what, what are your impressions of survival so far in the beta well, you have to keep in mind, I'd never play melee classes in WoW, so anything I say about the spec, just keep that in mind. And <laughs> it's, I don't know, it's like interesting, but it's just, I don't know. I, I guess I miss a lot of like the traditional like hunter benefits. Like one of the big problems I had with how survival is now is pet tanking and stuff like that. It just can't hold any threat. And... I think I just kind of have to let go of that and just accept that it's not supposed to be that type of hunter. And the pet is more of just like a little sidekick instead of like your personal guardian, maybe. Unless they unless they plan on adjusting that whole whole like threat issue. But as for the gameplay itself, it's I don't know. It's it's interesting. It's just I'm not sure if I'm playing it right because. The whole like keeping up your mongoose bite stack is kind of weird sometimes. Mm -hmm. And maybe you're not supposed to play like that. Maybe you're supposed to just build up stacks and spend them all at once instead of doing all this weaving business. But so how how high have you been able to level so far? Up to one hundred one, one hundred two, or have you gone? Uh, I'm one hundred four right now. Okay. But there, there are there. There's they don't give you any new abilities per se beyond. I mean, once you're level 100, don't you pretty much start off with everything? I mean, I know there's no talent tier above level 100. Are there any abilities that you get um, through leveling this time around, or do you are they giving us everything right from the start, or at least by the time you hit level 100? No, you you have everything because the the max talent tier is still 100, and mm -hmm. you do get some stuff from your artifact. Um, well, you get one on-use ability um, from your artifact. It's like an AoE thing that interacts with Mongoose Bite. That looks very weird. It doesn't look like anything, really. It's just like no yeah. feedback at all. <laughs> yeah. Which one is this? Uh, it's Fury called... Yeah, Fury of the Eagle. I was just taking some stream uh, before I got the alpha, because I haven't played it yet myself. Uh, but it, it looked like it started an animation 
the first like half a second of the cast and then just stops like and you just sit there and doing nothing i don't know it's yeah it's, it's placeholder right now it's like the it's like the monk punching animation thing it's weird yeah, so I mean, in Fear of the Eagle, I guess the tooltip says that what strikes all enemies in a cone, dealing damage to them, this ability is empowered by stacks of, of mongoose bites. So I guess it's something you want. Does it have a cooldown at all? I didn't really check to see. Uh... No, it's no cooldown. It's just a channeled ability. You can you can keep using it, but uh, it does more damage based on your mongoose bite stacks. So, so it's the kind of thing you might want to wait and just... I guess hold off until you either max stacks or, or up to a certain certain point. I Wait, guess. When so it, is this how many stacks of mongoose bite you have, or how much the buff of mongoose bite is? Uh, the buff. Oh, yeah. okay. I was thinking about that all wrong. Then. I know. I get the stacks and the buff all confused too. <laughs> Every time I write about it, I have to make sure to like. Oh yeah, I guess charges. Are we calling the okay. mongoose yeah, bite charges. charges and the buff is stacks? I don't know. Well, I think the the interesting thing about this is that it costs nothing, right? Mm-hmm. So I think it's supposed to be kind of a filler. Like if you have no focus mm-hmm. and you just, you know, you, you use one mongoose bite and then you use this and then you use another mongoose bite stack just to prolong the, the duration of your stacks, of your uh, buff without dropping it while your mongoose bites are recharging and all that stuff. So it it feels to me like it's a filler, but because it's an AOE, I think it's gonna do really bad single target damage. I think it. Yeah, yeah the single target's really low on it. It's 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 like an AOE filler, I guess. It's just if you're AOEing yeah. and you know you've used all your mongoose bites, you might as well use this. Yeah, but what 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 else are you gonna use if you are single targeting and you have no focus? Or yeah, is that, you could you, or you definitely could use it. It's just uh. Did you feel like it's uh, it it you don't really go out of focus? Like, did you find yourself doing nothing for a couple of seconds many times? Or oh, it definitely happens. Yeah, it the focus regenerates pretty fast, but you definitely have downtime like that. Um, so yeah, it's probably there's like another filler ability, but it's you can't use it in melee range. It's like this axe toss ability. But it's got like the dead zone, like the old school hunter. It's, got, it's like five to thirty yard range. <laughs> and I think that's mostly just there for like pulling, because it does like no damage. It's like ten percent of your attack power or something. Wait, are you talking about throwing axes? No, not the talent. Just like the. Oh. There's like a base ability. Okay. That does like no damage, and it's free to cast. But it yeah, has to be hot, in. hatchet toss. Hey, yeah. Hey guys, there we go. We just got disconnected from uh, Twitch. Just an FYI. Okay. I didn't. Oh. Oh. Okay. There we go. Quick, say something you're not allowed to say on Twitch. Yeah. <laughs> um, Hunter suck. Oh. All right. Hopefully we're back. But uh, it recorded. <laughs> no, I do no, record on my side, so it just should be good. Just kidding. Just kidding. Okay. But uh, b- back to the pet thing, real quick. I mean, because. Uh, yeah, I understand that you know Beast Mastery is always going to have the the strongest pets uh, in, in the game, but I mean, how does uh, survival now the melee survival and its pet compare to say the ranged survival in its pet or marksmanship when you choose to to use a pet? Does the pet feel about the same, or does it, does it seem weaker to you? Um, it the the main problem for me is just it it can't it couldn't hold any threat like no matter what I did. Um. The pet itself, the way it behaves, is exactly the same. Um, 
Another big problem I had was when I'm like har- using harpoon to get around, the pet doesn't come with you. Right. So if like mm-hmm. dash or charge is on cooldown or you use it from 40 yards away, it's like the pet just takes forever to get to you, you know? So and if you use flanking strike, you kind of miss out on that pet damage because it's not in range. And that's something I found myself opening up with a lot because of that. Um, the one talent that gives you a buff when you use it. Yeah, so I, I wanted to... This was actually one of my concerns from the first time I heard about this. And I was wondering like, what's your take on it after trying it out a little bit. Do you feel like survival just doesn't need the whole pet thing at all? Like, Do you think it would be better if you didn't have a pet? As game gameplay wise, does it feel like a nuisance? Kind of like it used to be when you were playing survival ranged. Like, oh, I have my pet. Oh, I guess I have to throw it in for the extra five, ten percent damage that it does. My total damage. Does it have the same feeling? Obviously, it does more now with the whole uh, mastery and giving you the extra mongoose bites. Like it's a necessary, more necessary thing now. But does it feel? good or does it feel ah okay i have this as well well i don't say i don't think it feels good right now just because of those issues like honestly to me like i like having a pet there but i'd almost say like take away its whole ability to taunt and have some other kind of damage mitigation like like the pet like uh absorbs a portion of your damage or something like that Mm -hmm. just because unless they're going to make it so the pet can actually tank for you it just seems so like, I almost just want to turn off Growl because all it does is every three seconds they get that loud, boom, that loud sound that whenever you pull aggro, <laughs> it's right. just over yeah. and over. Well, well, you still have the, the, the pet specializations too. Have you tried uh, Tenacity at all? And, and t- does that make a difference? Or, I mean, well, yeah, I know Tenacity helps, like, because of the Thunderstomp thing. But the problem is, okay, so you have Feign Death too, so that also helps. But if you're like, when I, like level and stuff like that. I just like to pull a bunch of stuff. I'm just used to being able to pull like half a dozen things or ten things and just AOE them down while they beat on my pet. But this is like, you can't do that because like one or two ticks of your dots and all those secondary enemies are hitting you even after you pop up from Feign Death. Yeah, so that's exactly what I also wanted to uh, to mention. But I feel like because you have the pet and you have the whole oh your pet can taunt can tank i think that gives them like uh, an excuse let's say gives blizzard an excuse to not give you as many survivability when you're tanking stuff like compare it to let's say a rogue or um what's his name uh, uh i don't know a monk let's say i think it's way easier for them to just go in, get a bunch of mobs, pop some of their CDs and just tank them and, you know, deal with them. You know, if you have your CDs, you can do it. But what do you use, what do you really use as a survival, exactly? That's, like, oh, and if you say something, they'll say, oh, just use your pet. It can tank. and You can freely DPS, but it just doesn't feel as nice when you want to just fly through the whole thing and just pull a bunch of mobs. And you, if you use your only survivability cooldown, your uh, aspect of the turtle, you can't even do anything then, right? Like, yeah. I don't know. 
Yeah, it's like deterrence, right? So, I mean, it is essentially deterrence. I mean, it has that same mechanic right. where you can't attack. You just he's there and take a I mean, I guess a little bit. <laughs> everyone is going to try to get that legendary, what is it, boots or helm? I don't remember. Yeah, where you can, actually, <laughs> you can actually do stuff when you have that up. When you have the um, aspect of the turtle up, you can actually play normally. But what if you don't have that? I don't know. Yeah, I would love to have something like uh, uh, the evasion the rogue has. Oh, just pull a bunch of mobs, blade flurry, pop evasion. Then you can even like I don't know, prep and pop another evasion. Like I don't know, it just feels like oh, I can do stuff for a few seconds and I can, you know, there's no punishment for it. For yeah, that's why. That's why I feel like the survival pet needs different. Like it's right now, it feels like a ranged pet slapped on a melee character. And yeah, it just doesn't exactly. it doesn't work like if there's some other mechanic to help you Yeah, we just need this direction back. Well that would help, yeah. But like like a, like BM Hunter, like they'll have no problem like tanking so or pet tanking, so they get they can I don't know, it just seems like such a huge difference in the like you said, there's no evasion or anything like that. So right. Yeah, I think maybe the only thing uh, that could somehow help the situation would be uh, like a, a spirit link between you and your pet so like you split the damages and then you heal the pet as well can it stay alive like some kind of cooldown like that I don't know so that it actually even if it doesn't tank it actually takes the damage off of you yeah I think it would be nice if they had some kind of mechanic like to enforce like the whole idea of like fighting beside your pet like if your pet is close to you like five yards from you then maybe it takes a portion of your damage or it has a chance of like completely like um you know absorbing one of your attacks or something like that mm -hmm. instead of having growl because right now it's just all growl does is make the mob bounce back and forth between you and your pet and those are all good ideas. And I mean, and the big thing too is, I mean, having a pet should be a, you know, a positive uh, experience. I mean, it should be a positive gameplay uh, experience and it should kind of make it fun and, 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 you know, be more than just like a overpowered dot and stuff like that. So, I mean, and if it's not work, you know, if you're looking at your pet thinking it's a liability as you play survival, then I think that's something that they definitely need to look into and, and try and change. Yeah, I yeah, can but... already foresee. <laughs> The next expansion, not Legion, like next expansion. <laughs> Ooh, level 120 talent, the lone tiger where you play without a pet. <laughs> Some kind of shit like that. Because, <laughs> yeah, everyone is going to want to play without a pet. <laughs> but uh, I, one, th one good thing is, though, if you spend like all the talent points on your trap stuff, you can make dragon's fire trap like super overpowered, and it's it's what I kind of use to be able to to do that to pull multiple things at once and kill them. Because basically, what dragon's fire trap does it's like a, it's like a fire dot, but it makes them the target confused for eight seconds, and they kind of just wander around in a small area, and it doesn't break on damage. Mm -hmm. So, and oh, wow. one talent makes it AOE. Which so, talent is that? The the yeah, there's another talent that can buff it, right? The expert trapper is that the one? Yeah, yeah. And also the in the first tier, there's one that reduces a cooldown, so right. you can bring that trap down to 15 seconds. And it, it can't break on damage, or it 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 doesn't on mobs anyway. Okay. 
and there's also some um, artifact uh, points, which uh, also and that's the one where it's better. Yeah, that's the trap too, where like you, once you get it on a bunch of targets, they can spread it to other targets as well. Um, they they can spread some damage, but the actual disorient thing, you need to get that level one hundred talent for that. So you really have to invest in that trap to make it like yeah. that. Three talents yeah. to make it. 15 second cooldown with an 8 second like hard CC that you can damage through. So basically half of the time you can keep stuff CC'd. So I mean that's kind of maybe I don't know maybe that's they're intending that to be the replacement for a pet tank. Yeah um I was just wondering like did uh, how did you manage to like pull all the mobs on top of you? Is it with a hatchet toss? Just run around throwing hatchets at them and they group up and then you drop the trap? Yep, hatchet toss or or send the pet into like a group of them and it uses thunder stomp and then I pull the pet back to me or something like that. Just mount okay. up and run through everything. <laughs> that's, that, that's always, yeah. yeah. And so, uh, yeah, so we talked about the pet. So, what else have you noticed about survival? I mean, just is so. I mean, is is part of this sort of like just a, your comfort level with with playing melee and and not having played melee very much that you're noticing, or are there some any awkwardness between abilities and things that you see need to be cleaned up or, or adjusted at this point? Because you figure there's probably going to be changes at at some point here. Oh yeah, um, yeah, that's definitely part of it. I'm just I don't play melee and. The more I play survival, though, I like I like it more and more because um, I don't know. It's it is really fun when you when you're just like doing one or two targets at a time because you don't have to worry. Because if, if it's really easy to like my pet, like I'm used to like having you know keep throwing men pet on my pet, but for me it's just like damn, my exhilaration. Why is it still on cooldown? So just keep needing it. Just I'm not used to taking this much damage as a hunter. Like that was the hardest thing for me to adjust to. I don't know, maybe marksmanship will have some of that too, but who knows. The the thing that I w- I'm worrying about uh, is, uh, I actually want to ask, how does it, like, okay, so let's say you don't want to kill a mob which has uh, a lot of health. You just want to kill a small mob, okay? Can you actually do decent damage, like kill it quickly without bothering to... Uh, use mongoose bite uh, at all because i mean mongoose bite doesn't really do much if you use it twice let's say yeah it really goes up a lot when you start going three four five i got the start it's it's just uh scratching the 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 mob so i'm Uh wondering if you can because okay let's say you have like this big minion and you want to kill it and you use all your mongoose bites, and then you want to just kill another minion which has, you know, a small minion next to it. Does it take absolute ages without mongoose bite? Does it feel like, ah, why don't I have something more sustainable, more, you know, uh, or is it still okay the whole rotation without it? Yeah, you, you kind of like it has a lot of ramp up time, I guess. Um, it's still a lot of your damage is dots and building up and ramping up the mongoose bite. Um, for a mob that takes a while to kill, usually it starts with 
you apply all of your dots and then their health bar barely moves and then all of a sudden everything kicks in and your mongoose bites up and then all of a sudden it just dies. So as for your question without killing stuff quickly without mongoose bite, not really. <sighs> yeah, okay. Yeah, because that's what I'm feeling. Like I feel like this spec will make a lot of sense when you're DPSing a boss. Like, it will feel good because you will think about it and you will use the mongoose bites properly. But it, 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 to me, I have the feeling like it's going to be kind of iffy. It won't be as simple as, oh, you know, I chimera shot, aim shot, boom, dead. You know, moving to the next one, aim shot, okay, it's dead. I, it will have yeah, this whole oh. shot and aim shot. <laughs> All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay, a tough yeah. Uh, no, because uh, now you you don't have chimera shot and aim shot in the same spec. Okay. I thought that was the joke. Uh, anyways, uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I think it will be a nice. Uh, I, can t- I I don't think it's gonna be a good leveling spec. Let's just say that. I don't think it will be as pleasurable to play survival as it will be with other specs. That's yeah. Just... When you're when you're just loving around killing stuff, you don't. I found I just stopped. Like at first, I was like, "Well, I gotta weave my mongoose bites in between my <laughs> focus dumps," and I'm like, "No, I'm just gonna run up to it and just hit all the buttons <laughs> and just move to the <laughs> next one." Because it's usually fine for leveling. Oh yeah, and it's for that. It's kind of like I don't know. It does. It's hard to say too because I'm using like the pre-made character and the gear is really low, so it might be better going in with the raid gear character. But uh, what does it give right, you to start out? You start with like 680 gear, hmm. and then you get more from leveling. But I don't know. It's you have a lot of buttons, but they're not like there's not like one giant button like Chimera shot. So yeah. Well, it isn't flanking strike kind of that. It's yeah, it's it's, it's it's all right. Like especially that's another thing. Like if you can get your pet to show up. Yeah, exactly. Because it doesn't. Uh, yeah, flanking strike is it's it's the highest damaging focus ability. Um, well, last rate might be more, but that's a dot. So I don't know. Am I, I I was actually also wondering, does flanking strike deal? A different amount of damage total, depending of uh, on if the target is attacking your pet or you, because you know it's different yeah. who does more damage uh, in those two scenarios. But the total damage is it always the same or is one? No, it's different. It's better if it's attacking your pet or not you. It'll do slightly uh, more damage. Okay. Okay. So it's the only point, as far as I can tell, of the. Uh, that weird mechanic of your pet doing more damage is to pick up some aggro somehow, even though it doesn't yeah, seem uh, to really pick up aggro. But I really think that's a bad idea of how they put it. I think it could have just said, um, "Then your pet uh, does more threat or something like that." You know what I mean? Like yeah. right now, so oh, I'm gonna do less damage now. Oh, great. Yeah, like uh, I don't, know. I don't like. That. I mean, on a raid boss, it's never gonna matter. They're sure, never be sure. attacking your pet. Yeah. I assume. You know, maybe a few weird ads, but it'll always be on the tank. So I, I don't, I don't know what they were. It's a, it's an interesting idea, I guess, but it, in practicality, it doesn't seem to do that much. Maybe they'll still improve it. Like I don't, 
I don't want to keep beating a dead horse, like, because it's so early, but, you know, maybe they're still going to improve the whole threat thing with pets. Yeah, I mean, that seems to be the the theme of the spec right now, is there's some neat ideas, and hopefully it's going to be better by the time it goes live, which it's still very early, as you said. And plus, but yeah, just, it just feels I'm, very incomplete, right? Yeah, and plus, I'm just, I've just been, like, leveling and stuff, so it's... That's all the feedback is from. That's why I was so focused on the pet thing. Because, I mean, obviously that's not a thing in raids, so. Or dungeons. But I think survival is one of those specs, too, where they need to make it fun for, for, for leveling, because otherwise, you know, people won't, won't play it and they won't level as it. And then when, then when they want to use it, if that, at end game, they won't have the, you know, the same experience and they won't be as comfortable with it, <laughs> um, because they won't have played it all throughout the leveling process, whether you're going from 100 to 110 or, or even starting a brand new character and going from, say, say 1 to 110. Yeah. I mean, leveling for me is usually not fun anyways. Maybe the first time, but I do feel like they have to make it sort of fun so that a lot of people play it. And they are not like, oh, okay, let's try it out. Oh, okay, it sucks. Let's just go to marksmanship for leveling. And then, you know, ah, why bother even switching over? So marksmanship de- deals just as good damage. So, yeah, never mind. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. yeah. So I was wondering about that with your, uh, Roger, I don't know if you've done that yet, but uh, Vindak, if you've done the artifact weapon a lot. I, I heard it was about a hundred whatever points to um to unlock that first trait. How much of that are you gaining while you're leveling? Like at one oh four, how much of the tree do you have unlocked? I think I'm at, I think I've unlocked like four or five. Uh enough for four or five traits, but you have to spend like three points in one trait before you unlock the next one in the tree. Right. So I'm not far in the tree, but um some of the relics you get for your artifact they can unlock traits that you haven't reached yet, but you only get one rank from it. So oh, that's cool. Oh wait, that's the wind relic. Okay, the yeah, relic, yeah. I was wondering relic. about how those relics, how what what how, what role they they played. That that makes a lot of sense now because you know if you go to Wowhead, um, for example, they've got an actual artifact calculator. Uh, it looks like, and it's and it's weird too. It takes a little while to get used to because it's you know the, the stuff is different branches and things like that, you know, just kind of all over the place. So it's a little bit hard to, to, to follow <laughs> in terms of, uh, uh, cause you know, you, like you said, there are some pre looks like they're prerequisites to unlocking certain, certain traits and things as you go along. Yeah. So, yeah. Do you guys know if, uh, is it going to be, uh, so that you can just respect your whole artifact or not? They said there was going to be a way to do it, but that it would be somewhat expensive or it wouldn't be free. Okay. I think that was the Warcraft devs um, Twitter account. Somebody asked that. But they also said it would only be one to three months of normal grinding to fill out the entire thing. So I'm assuming, you know, hardcore players, you're going to want it completely filled out before you start raiding and just, yep. you know, do that crazy grind. Yeah, we haven't talked much. We can do that too. We can drop down and talk a little bit about at least for survival with some of the, some of the artifact traits are and i mean are you going to be able to get everything 
eventually? Is that the idea? Or are you going to yeah. be like the old talent trees where you could only have a certain amount of points and you couldn't have everything. You could get, you know, certain things and then you'd have Right, yeah. So that's what they were, they were saying pretty early in the first tier. You'll have all of them filled out. Yeah, and I, I, if I was speculating, I'd say that so each tree has like three major artifacts, abilities, or traits. And I'm guessing once you hit like 110, you'll probably have enough to get to one of those or something like that. So you can choose what one you get first. And then you just keep grinding and you'll have them all eventually. Well, I know which one I'm going to go for if I'm playing survival, that's for sure. And which one is that? The Aspect of the Sky Lord. For yeah, sure. yeah, I was looking at that. Yeah, that's the one that says Aspect of the Eagle now also increases your damage by 30% while active. Yeah, that seems pretty pretty much a no-brainer. Now, is that the final? I mean, there, there's different ranks of these too, correct? So That's a single that? rank. Yeah, That's a single rank. Okay. Oh, that's All a the legendaries yes, have yes, yes. one rank. Yeah, let me... Yeah. Just linking it on the chat so that everyone can follow the artifact calculator. Yeah, I think from behind looks like it'll be useful once you get a good amount of mastery, but maybe that's one you can skip at the beginning when you don't have any mastery. You know, that'll I be think, a as you I build the, up kind of talent. Yeah, I think the big problem with the survival artifact compared to the other ones is that it has a lot of. Um, talents or whatever you want to call them. I, I don't know. What do you call them? Traits, I guess. Has a lot of them that just don't feel as good like for rating, let's say, yeah? Like it right. feels like, uh, I wish I could skip this. And because I've checked and the other the other artifacts so if if we just take the the artifact for survival, you're like, okay, you pick your Fury of the Eagle, mm -hmm. then you have to pick the Serpent Beak. So you, okay, fine. And then you're like, oh, great. I have three options. This is amazing. I can just choose whatever I want. But then, after that, your options are so limited. I, okay, so you pick there. And then, if you want to go for the aspect of the Skylord, you have to take the Exhilaration of Joy, for example. Oh, reduce the cooldown of Exhilaration by five seconds. Woohoo. Like, what? Who actually cares yeah. about that? Right. And, and then, okay. Three points in it. Right. And then you have reduces the cooldown of your traps by 20%. Again, uh, the the um, Hunter's guy, Gale, Gale. Uh, okay. Reduces the cooldown of your traps. Yeah. Okay. If I don't, I don't feel like that's a huge increase in your damage because a lot of the traps, eh, they're just like, you know, situational stuff. I mean, sure, you you will use some traps, but it just doesn't feel as, uh, you know, oh, I'm getting so powerful. And then you're going to get the aspect of the Skylord, which will be a huge boost. And then you, and you're like, okay, that's fine. Let's check the other talent, the from behind that you guys mentioned. Oh, so you have Embrace of the Wild. Oh, reduces damage taken. Okay, sure. Obviously, it's good. 10% less damage taken. Mm -hmm. But... It wouldn't be my first choice. Like if I if I had another option there which increased my damage, I would obviously pick that instead. And then you're like, oh, but let's check the next one. Harpoon's cooldown is reset when you kill or disengage. I I, I don't care about this stuff. This is so situational. Like 
I don't know. I just want to do damage, more damage. My, my, <laughs> art, my, yeah. my artifact should give me at least the option to skip the more survivability slash situational talent to go for the damages because I want to see myself on the damage meter. I don't want to feel useless <laughs> right? I, uh, until I get the full artifact. Yeah, I think the this blows sounds kind of neat, though. I, I, I'm just trying to think if you could use that to just sort of help bounce around <laughs> from place to place. Sure. I mean, you could disengage off a target and then immediately, you know, latch on to well, a different target. I, I don't know. But like I said, it's just that more seems like more fun than anything exactly. you could and actually I, imagine doing on a regular basis. <laughs> I, I think it's it might be something different as well because I don't know why I would have three points in that one when mm-hmm. it doesn't change anything. Like, for example, if it said something like, oh, Harpoon also gives you 20 focus or something, you know? So you're like, oh, okay, so maybe I can kind of use that to, you know, so I Harpoon more to just gain more focus and blah, blah, blah like something. But it not, right now it just feels like, oh, it's just another thing that will do nothing for my damage and i just spent three points just taking less damage well newsflash we're not a tank we need to do damage to be useful so i think this is something blizzard has been oddly pushing on dps this uh this tier i saw one of the devs i can't remember which one it was for the life of me but they were complaining that people didn't like the kazakh trinket the one that gives you the world boss that gives you 20% avoidance or something like that. And they're saying that's super powerful. How could a DPS not like that? And of course, every DPS who plays the game was saying, we want to do more damage. That's our job. And, you know, so Blizzard really thinks I, as far as I can tell that DPS want to be taking less damage for some reason, which I mean, I do if, if I've already gotten all the damage I can doing all the damage I can do, but Mm -hmm. Until well, then, we, I just want to do more damage. The healers and tanks can worry about the other stuff. Well, the artifacts, yeah. too, they got to apply to other aspects of the game, like soloing and PvP. So, I mean, it doesn't bother me that some of them are... I mean, yeah, it sucks. You kind of have to go through them to get the stuff you want. But but even, like, the one the one that reduces cooldown of your traps, I mean, that kind of increases your damage. If you look at the steel trap talent i mean if you're raiding that's you're pretty much only going to take that talent because it's the only damage talent in that tier and it's just like you're going to be using it on cooldown so you'll just be getting more more damaging traps right yeah i, I think i i think the reason sorry i'm, I'm kind of going backwards on the previous thing that we were saying but i think the reason why this whole mentality of oh i just want to do more damage is because World of Warcraft has healers, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. If it was a game, like, I haven't played it, but from what I gathered, there was no real healers in, uh, or there is no real healers in a game like Guild Wars. You kind of, like, self-sustain or something. Mm. Or, I don't know, have you guys played it? <laughs> I don't know. I, I've not played Guild Wars, no. 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 But I, I, I think that was, like, or I think there are games where there is no set healer, but you just, you know... It, you self-sustain and you can choose if you want to sustain more or you want to deal more damage and stuff like that. But when you have healers in the game, like specific people to just heal you, then you're never gonna want... like you. And Because the more damage you do, the easier everything becomes. That's just the nature of it. 
the more damage you do, the faster you kill the boss, or you kill the adds, and everything becomes easier. So you always want to specialize the DPS to do as much DPS as they can, and the healers to do as much healing as they can, and not like kind of wishy-washy in between uh, both of them. That's, uh, I don't know, the principle of capitalism as well, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> and I, I think Blizzard yeah. knows that. I mean, because there used to be this concept of the uh, the hybrid tax. So hybrid, since they had so much healing and you know self-healing and stuff, they wouldn't do quite as much damage as a pure DPS class. At least that was the idea. I don't know if it ever really applied to all of them. But, but then they said, no, we don't want that at all. DPS or DPS. And they'll all do presumably the same amount. So Blizzard knows that people would never do a hybrid class if they can do more damage on a pure DPS. But uh, they still seem to have that mentality of, oh, people would rather heal themselves. Yeah, And, and I think back to, so sort of to Roger's point is when you look at the tree, because obviously you're going to be able to get all these abilities, but it's kind of like you're, you're hungry and we just want to go straight to dessert. But Blizzard is kind of making us eat all these vegetables. Before right. we can get to before we can get to what we really want, it's like just give us the cake already. Have and some then, kale, and then I'll eat my kale afterwards. That's all we're asking yeah. for. And I, I'm just saying this because, well, I think maybe if they, yeah, I don't. Anyways, I'm not gonna digress, but I think the problem is specifically emphasized on the survival artifact because if you check the other artifacts, like. As I said, the, this artifact, because it gives you three options at the start, that's why you have less options later on. Whereas the other two artifacts, it kind of allows you to skip more talents. You know what I mean? Like, you, you have more choices which talents you want to pick, which um, traits you want to pick. Uh, so I think it's because of the design of the weapon, how they made it, that it kind of limits your options, which I didn't like. Felt like, uh, oh, sure, I want my acceleration to be faster up, but I'm gonna first wanna pick something else, and then I'll pick that. Uh, instead of, and yeah, if you check, the only place where you have three options, all three options sound pretty good to me. Like, oh, flanking strike, more critical strike damage, uh, raptor strike, more damage, uh, carve, more damage. So you have to pick out of those three. One of them, one of the damaged ones, and you have to basically skip the other two for a long time until you get the big ones, the the you know the legendary traits. So you have to skip the damaged ones, but you cannot skip the exhilaration one. I, that's that's just what I'm saying. I, yeah. I was... yeah, I see what you mean. I just looked at the beast mastery artifact, and yeah. only two of them are not damaged not damaged traits. The rest are all DPS. Yeah, and you can skip both of them. Mm -hmm. Huh. And yeah, then traits, it's like a big circle kind of going around your, shaping your bow, but it's kind of like a circle. So you yeah, can avo it is avoid a lot more depending on how you go. Although some of this survival stuff will change, because I can already tell you that the exhilaration of joy, that is that is an equip effect on the artifact itself, so that one will obviously change. Yep. I so maybe so. they'll maybe they'll maybe they'll put a DPS one on there so you can get another DPS talent on your way to aspect of the Skylord. <laughs> now, have you gotten an, an artifact weapon so far? I mean, do you get that early on? Have you is that been enabled at this point in the beta? 
Oh yeah, you get the artifact. Um, if you're really quick, you can get the artifact like 15 minutes after you log into beta. <laughs> it's very quick. It's just like a little solo scenario to acquire it, and then they just kind of throw you right into the the main Legion story. Or no, you first you get your artifact, and then you go to True Shot Lodge, the Hunter Hall, and then you start your uh, questing. And I know you had a pre-made character too. You said right, so you don't have you're not you're not using any of your existing tunes for this. No. So, like I said, that's part of my problem. Might be just the low gear. I'm just I'm just used to killing stuff faster. So. Yeah, I was just curious if uh, how they started. Like because right now, for example, survival still got whatever ranged weapon you have. And I know they said they were going to try and uh, I guess give us a weapon. When we start, but I was just curious what that that was like. But it sounds like if you're using a pre-made character, obviously you have a, a full set of set of gear to start with. I'm just wondering what the experience will be like, or what they'll do when you first log in uh, with an existing tune in in our survival. Yeah, I've been wondering that same thing ever since they announced it. Like that whole awkward period between 7.0 and Legion, if you're playing survival and before you get your artifact. I mean, Blizzard said. They would help. They would give you something, but like, I don't. know, How does that work? Like, do you just like go to a vendor and say, "Hey, I need a, a pole arm that's e equivalent in eye level to my bow." I don't know how that's gonna work. Yeah, and I mean, it wouldn't even need to be the equivalent eye level. I guess it would just need to be strong enough to to get you to your artifact weapon. Kind of, I but if, if if it's weaker, then who's gonna play it then? Mm -hmm. Until le until they get the artifact, anyway. Yeah, I don't know about you guys, but I've been rolling need on that mythic Manoroth uh, spear. So <laughs> you guys just need to get a better guild, I guess. It'll let you roll need. I'm trying to think what else to talk about. Like, do uh, you guys have any like questions or anything? Because I don't even know where to start. Well, I mean, you mentioned the uh, the class order hall. Is that fully set up at this point or how does that look it's it's really cool actually it's um you know it's just very huntery there's a lot of like hunter npcs everywhere and they're all like having like funny little conversations and uh when you first get there there's like some like big lore characters in there like you see rexar and hem and essingwary stuff like that and it's just it's a pretty neat place you like go inside and there's like on the walls, there's like all like hunter weapons and stuff like that. It's a neat place. I don't think it's fully finished yet, but it's. Uh, well, that's what I was wondering. I mean, visually, is it is it not look finished, or just all the functionality, or maybe there's there's functionality that you'll experience once you reach one ten and if, if finish the leveling experience. I mean, visually, I mean, it's probably finished. It's just yeah, the functionality. I'm not sure if there's going to be more like. Because they've talked about how there's going to be like NPCs that visit every week and give mm -hmm. you different quests and stuff, and I didn't see any of that yet. I just saw there's like a, a a map you can go to, and that's where you pick what zone you want to question. That's all I've seen. I did want to ask uh, you about the. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I just wanted to quickly ask because yeah, I'm just lazy and I could have probably found out myself. But what are the talents? instead of thrill of the hand and aspect of the beast or is it like that in the game because i thought it was just wrong data mind or it wasn't no 
That's how it is right now. I, I think those are just placeholders until they oh, put okay. something there. Yeah. So they're like this in the game. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I took Thrill of the Hunt and I just used a bunch of abilities and nothing ever procs, so. Okay, yeah. All right, awesome. <laughs> uh, and and how are the gnome hunters? I mean, I'm pretty sure you've had you've been able to play a gnome hunter and with their mech pet. I mean, um, okay. Well, for the mech pet, you don't get a mech pet when you do the pre-made character. Oh. yeah, you have to but, start at level one. Yeah, to get so I made a, I made a level one just to check it out, like mm-hmm. check out the mech bunny. It's it's actually pretty cool. It has like. A pretty funny combat animation. It kind of like jumps up and does like a roundhouse kick. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. And I, I also went looking in like um, Nomergon and stuff to see if there's anything to tame, but I mm-hmm. Beast Lore wasn't working on anything, and I couldn't tame anything. So I don't know what's going on. It must not be Im- implemented yet, or I just didn't look hard enough. So real quick, Bendak. Um... Uh, we haven't really talked anything about or at all about the relics. Um, do you know if the, I haven't really kept up with that? Uh, do we get any during the questing process? And um, and do they work like gems where you socket one in and it's gone? Uh, I mean, you can't unsocket it. You have to socket over it. Is that how it works? Yep, that's how it works. It just overwrites it. Um, you get them when you're questing when you complete like a major quest line. Um, so in High Mountain, I think I upgraded my relics like three times. So you get you get them fairly fast. Like in a relic, basically what it does is it in- increases the weapon's item level and then gives you a bonus trait. Uh, like what? What kinds of like what? What's an example? Um, so an example would be increases your item level by t- your weapon's item level by twenty. And gives you one rank of my beloved monster, or something like that. Okay. Um, do those have a chance to be up, like upgraded into epics? Are are they still doing that, where they randomly upgrade uh, quest rewards? Um, I've seen a lot of that for the actual quest rewards, but not for the relics. No. Um, what I'm wondering actually is, so they give ranks to the traits. So what happens, like, are those calculated? I'm actually not sure how this whole system works, but let's say you max out your weapon. You you, you get all the points in. What happens after that? Do you still collect more points and do nothing with them, or how does it work? You, can go, then... above, you can go above three ranks. Um, I think I read you can go oh, up to five okay. ranks, yeah. But the only oh. way to go... Okay. The only way to go above three is to use uh, relics. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. That answers huh. my question then. Because yeah, I was wondering. Oh, that's that's interesting. Because then, so you might want to save be... your relics until you have something capped at three. Well, I think then it will be a clear. Oh, this relic is the best because it increases the mm-hmm. best trait, and that's what you want. Boom. I don't think you need to hold on to your relic because, like, say you get one that unlocks one point, you should still be able to put three points into it. Like, oh, okay, yeah. with uh, yeah. whatever things. What are they called? Right. Artifact power. Hmm. Yeah. Actually, that... now, but you can you can change the relic. You said. Yeah, it's just like a gem. Um, you have you just have to like overwrite it when you get a new one. 
but does it count like if I have two points in the Raptor Strike one, uh, Raptor's Cry, and then I get uh, the Relic which gives plus one? Can I move on to the next uh, tier of uh, traits? You know well, that's I mean? a good. That's a good question. I haven't been in that situation, so I don't know. Because that well, that would make it interesting. With <laughs> because oh, I, I just moved on, and then I pick the next trait. But then I remove the gem, the the relic, and then what happens? Well, because then it doesn't make sense. How did you move on? You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not sure. I I have a I have a feeling the limited, so you have to spend three, like without the relic. Yeah, that's what mm-hmm. I think as well. Probably. Yep. Okay. So one of the other things that they we got a preview of this week too, and I know you wrote about it, Bendik, was the tier nineteen uh, armor set. Has everyone had a chance to at least look at that that visually? And anyone? Yeah, it looks preview? good. You like it? Yeah, I like it. I, like I think I saw it. I liked it as well. Yeah. I think I think it looks. I don't know how it's going to look on like a dwarf or something like that, but mm-hmm. right, it's silly on a couple of even the human males that MMOC released it on. It's kind of silly on them. Yeah, the night elves for sure, and I think that the, like the female probably looks good. At, definitely looks good, in like female and night elves, blood elves, and probably uh, Draenei as well. It's hard to, hard to know about some of some of the yeah. other characters. I think it's gonna look really great on gnomes. <laughs> I like the hooded gnome figure. Uh, I like that it is symmetrical. So cheers. I was gonna say it's got the shoulders that are perfectly yeah. perfectly balanced there. Gross. Yep. Well, here's a question: Are you guys gonna turn on your hoods, your he- helms? Oh, I don't know. You get red eyes, right? That's the perk of the helm. Yeah, it does look like it gives you uh, your character glowing eyes. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. I usually wear like goggles or something. Mm-hmm. Maybe if I'm wearing a hoodie in IRL, I'll also <laughs> wear it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and you know when. When the shit hits the fan, and I pull my hoodie out, and I'm like, all right, let's go. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> if I want to creep someone out, I'll just put it on. Now, is it Doesn't clear it... which colors are going to be uh, available for... I mean, it just seems like there's a lot of color variations for, for these sets, and yet... Yeah, I didn't see just... which ones were which. But I assume they're doing PvP gear the same, where it'll be just a... Even or whatever they're doing with PvP gear yeah. right now, it's just like a mock of the PvE gear, but a lower item level or something. And so I'm assuming it'll just be a different color. Yeah, the only thing we know for certain is that the the ones with the slightly flashier shoulder and helm that'd be the mythic and the mm-hmm. elite PvP. I'm guessing the one that the Savannah's color one will probably be the mythic one. Actually, it's so funny because I was uh, just doing you know, a quick uh, catch-up on the whole uh, Star Wars movies. Uh-huh. And I, I, I just watched the episode uh, three, and uh, it just gives me the whole... <laughs> Wait, what? Oh. <laughs> that was the best of the, the, the prequels, by the way, in my opinion. A lot of yeah. people liked that one. It was okay. Well, some parts of it, at least. But uh, it really gives me the feeling of when uh, Anakin, you know, is, uh, 
Oh shit! Um, spoilers? I don't know. Oh whatever. <laughs> it's a ten <laughs> year old. Hey, it's ten years old. Hey, hey, if you haven't watched it until now, like, okay. all right, just I don't know. You're there's something wrong about you. Uh, but yeah, so at the at the end where he's going into the lava place, I don't know what the planet is called. I can't yeah, remember. Mustafar. Yeah. Mustafar. Okay. And uh, and then he's like, all right, or or when he goes to kill all the Jedi and stuff. And then he puts on the hoodie and he gives you like the look with the glowing eyes. That's like exactly the feeling I'm getting from this tier. I don't know. Like, oh, the hood. You know, you can barely see the eyes and they're glowing. It's, you know, so we need to have mess some things up. So we need to have a Korhan mounted or a pet out. Is that what you're saying? Well, to be honest, survival. I don't know. Maybe give a lightsaber or something. I, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Weapon glowing enchants on there, and you, that you'll really have the, the the full effect going on there. Yeah, isn't there that one sword that's kind of like it's on fire? It's just like flames or something. I, I like think that. there's something like that in there. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean, you know, these sets can be sort of hit or miss in terms of how they look. I thought they did a did a pretty pretty good job here. It'll be, um, and they haven't announced any set bonuses yet, correct? At least I haven't been able. To, I haven't found them anywhere. I don't, yeah. I don't think they've done that yet. So. I hope not. I'm still overwhelmed with the theory crafting just of these artifact talents. I can't handle set bonuses yet. Yeah, they probably have to fin- um, figure out all the talents before they can suggest <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. yeah. So wh- which one of the three survival uh, uh, artifact traits is the best? Which one do you pick? Is it the flanking strike or the raptor strike or the carve? Oh, I don't. I don't have it all input yet. Uh, okay, yeah, because that will be the interesting one. I mean, early on, and it also depends on what your rotation is. So we have to kind of determine what your rotation is without any of these, yeah. and then add these in to see if that changes your rotation to benefit yeah. one of the others. So, yeah, because it's actually like I don't know. Again, maybe you can reset it, and it's just going to cost some gold and whatever. But if if it's not like that, if you need to just you know think about it, and you don't just pick randomly, and then all is forgiven, then because uh, you, you I don't think you're gonna be able to get everything until the first uh, raid is gonna be released. Mm-hmm. If they follow the same structure like they did uh, in uh, Wallroads, that was like I think two and a half weeks after the release that uh, the first dungeon was released. Yeah, I imagine that they would they would stagger it again like they like they did last time just to just to give everybody a chance to to level up. I mean, obviously, like guilds like yours, Roger, you're you're organized from from the get go, but others, you know, it takes a little bit of time to get everyone back and leveling and and, and get their characters up to speed again. Right. Yep. Yeah, I just looked at the uh, the spread. I just started my spreadsheet today with the actual damages from the data mining, and uh, it looks like. Uh, 10% of flanking strike Magic is a lot strike. more than 15% of raptor strike. but So it's going to depend on how much focus you have and if you can actually do many raptor strikes. So if you're doing you know, twice as many raptor strikes, three times as many raptor strikes, that'll be better. But we're probably at low gear levels, it looks like flanking strikes more damage. Yeah. I just want to bring up too about flanking strike that in level 15 talent tier, the animal instincts... Um, I know last show we were wondering what it does, but uh, so the buffs it gives oh, yeah. you are like they're really strong. Like one of them, oh gives yeah, you, yeah, one of them gives you forty percent mastery, 
Ooh. So like, yeah, so your pet has another 40% like chance or whatever, or whatever that mechanic is. And one of them's 40% crit. And one of them's nice. 100, 100% haste. And oh, so the focus goes like crazy. Right. Yeah, and then, um, then the last one wasn't damage, just like 20% run speed. So every time you get that, it's like, damn it. Oh, have to wait for, the, wait for the next one. <laughs> so you have like a, yeah, like, that's so miserable. I hate that talent. 75% chance to get a nice, uh, proc. <laughs> I'm 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 getting some flashbacks from ICC without trinket. Oh man, yeah. I'm the dwarf. Damn it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I want to be the right cool. Uh, uh, so how long does those do the buffs last? It lasts for six seconds. So if you use flanking strike on cooldown, you always have it up. Oh really? Oh, that's yeah, something weird every time. Yeah. Oh my god, that's actually huge. I hate it so much. Too much RNG. I can't handle it. Yeah, but, I mean, that talent looks way better than at least improved traps to me. I mean, for raiding, yeah? Always. Yeah. And there's that Mokhnathal thing. Um, right. You get, like, 25% attack power, which is pretty strong, yeah, too. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's really easy to keep that up, because you're, you're using Raptor Strike a lot, so... Does Raptor Strike deal uh, uh, steady shot damage? <laughs> you know what I mean. It's it's 150 percent weapon damage. If I'm so it's pretty okay. Calling correctly. It's okay. yeah. It's it's like your lowest hitting ability, pretty much. Oh yeah, it it's is? like the arcane shot of survival right now. Okay. It's well, just something still better than steady yeah. shot though. Right. Just, no, yeah. Just a just a focus dump. If you have too much, for some reason. Yeah, I'm just looking through the talents here to see if anything else was, uh, so that dash talent, um, that extra three seconds, it applies to the initial burst and the secondary movement. So it's, so it's for both. Yeah. So you get six seconds of 90%. And then you get like, what is it, like 13 seconds of 30% or something like that. I think it's by far the best one then. Why? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think that's huge. Yeah. It's What's pretty the nice. cooldown on that? A minute. Yeah. So I I don't know. Post haste is still pretty nice, but uh, I don't know. Maybe not. Yep. And then for the next tier, forty-five. Obviously, for any kind of raiding or dungeoning, you use steel trap because it's it's extra damage for just clicking a button. So. Yeah. Uh, then when you combine that with like artifact traits and talents, you can probably get that. Well, you're probably not going to take improved traps over those other two. So, right. have you, you know. done a dungeon yet? No, because I, every time I went in, I would crash. So I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm just going to stop this. <laughs> I didn't know if the traps we had, you know, verification they were working on bosses. I'm assuming they're supposed to, but not taking it for granted. Yeah, it's it does. It just wouldn't do the um the CC part of it. It's, it should still do the damage though. So I noticed on a couple of um big mobs like Dragon's Fire Trap wouldn't CC them, but they still get the fire damage. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, 
And, and correct me if I'm wrong regarding the, the traps. The, there's no trap launcher ability per se, but the traps are, are launched nonetheless now. Is that right? Yeah, you don't have the option of just dropping at your feet anymore. You, you have to do that secondary click on the ground. Which I, I'd kind of like if we still had the trap launcher because it'd be a lot easier when you're just using a steel trap on cooldown for DPS rather than having to do that extra click. Yeah, weirdly enough, I uh, I did find myself. I remember when I was back in the good days when I was PvPing. Um, and I did find it sometimes easier to remove my trap launcher. Or, no, 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 let me rephrase, rephrase, rephrase. So it was back in the day where the only trap you could throw was the freezing, the, the freezing trap. Yes. And it was just a different uh, ability. It was, oh, it's the freezing trap on the ground, and it's the freezing something, I don't know. Yeah, remember. it was freezing arrow is what it was called. Freezing was arrow. Okay. Yeah. So sometimes I remember I would scatter shot someone, and instead of pressing the arrow one, because then I would have to also click on the ground, I would just drop it right there on my feet if the target was next to me. I just found it easier and faster. So, but other than that, I think like, when you're raiding, it's really like you never want to drop it on your feet. So I think it's a good change for PV. At least, yeah. I don't think there's any scenario where it, it would be better to drop it manually, let's say. Right. Although I guess it depends. Although with survival being melee, I mean, right, right. kind of you're you're kind of already there. I mean, the, whatever you're fighting is kind of already at your feet. I think at that point. So that's true. It might be a little bit more convenient from from that standpoint. But I think you're right. As the range hunters, yeah. I mean, I remember the beginning of this expansion when, um, what if you switched talents or did something the Trap launcher would always turn off, and you wouldn't realize it until you went to like yeah. drop a trap, and you're like, "Oh, great!" <laughs> yeah, I had an add-on tell me if I it was off, so because many, many times it would happen to me. Yeah. Yep. So the next tier is kind of interesting. Just the choices are they're kind of like so different. Yeah. Sticky bomb. <clears throat> it's it's kind of fun because you like throw it on and. It, know that little bomb graphic with the timer on it with like the circular clock timer mm -hmm. and it kind of like has a big ticking sound it's kind of neat it's just like a little extra cc ability that i mean i guess for pvp or something like that because in a pve all it does is like momentarily stops them from moving it doesn't really like cc that much doesn't it do good damage mm, not really i mean because it costs focus right no. Oh no, it, it doesn't cost focus. Never mind. Okay. I was looking. I was looking at the throwing axes. So yeah, I guess. Well, there. That's that's kind of weird, because that's yeah. just like another thing. It's free, so you're gonna you're gonna have to use it. Yeah, you it was to. just because we were talking about it the last show, and I was like, well, I guess you pick this one because you're gonna have dead time, so might as well just throw one of those. Why not? But it also yeah. has spell power. Ratio like what? Uh, That's got to be a bug, yeah. Because maybe it'll do better damage, and that'll make more sense. Because right now it doesn't hit that hard. Yeah. What? What? What about the other choices? You try them out. Yeah, camouflage is um, it's nice because you got like full speed stealth now, and 
the only problem is it's you can't stay permanently camouflaged because it's got two minute cooldown. But it's uh, you know it's, it's handy for walking around and stuff, especially now that like t- switching talents is so easy. You know to spend like those uh, regions for oh, them or anything like that. Yeah, tomes. Um, throwing axes is it's it's kind of weird. It's like a channeled ability. It has two charges. How long does it take? The channel? Oh, gosh, I don't know. I think it's like two seconds or something like that. Yeah. Maybe it's okay. three, three seconds. Right, so throwing axes is exactly 20% more damage than Raptor Strike and exactly 20% more focus cost. So it's not really a benefit. I don't know why you would take that over it just using Raptor Strike and spamming it. I guess if you need ranged for some reason, maybe there's a fight where you have to stand out of range for, you know, two seconds well, every 15 yeah. seconds. But Yeah, it doesn't replace Raptor Strike. It's just, yeah, it's just like an option for if you need to attack in range. Right, it also just, has that, I'm just yeah. saying you already have Raptor Strike, so what's yeah. the point of it? It does the same thing. Yeah, it, it also has a restriction where you can't attack in melee range. It's like 5 to 30 yards, so. It's just so weird. I guess they don't want you using it in melee. It's, I don't know. Oh, I want to ask the um, the hatchet throw, hatchet toss. Is that like, uh, do you have to stand still to throw it? Or can you just run around and throw it mid-air, let's say? It's instant. Okay, yeah. that's good. Okay. Yeah, well, it's it's pretty much exactly the same as the rogue ability, right? They have like a knife throw or knife toss. Are you sure I you w- don't have to stand still for those? Actually, not I, don't, sure. I'm, I don't recall having to stand still. I don't know. I'd have to double check. Okay. Because, I mean, like I'm telling you, it's, you can't use it in melee range, so it's not a filler for your normal yeah, combat. And it does, like, no damage. Range. I think it hits for, like, 500 damage or something like that. Okay. Yeah, it's just for pulling. Or tagging or whatever. Um. So oh man, year. I didn't even think of that. You can't just if there's too many players in the area, you can't tag all of the. You know, you can't just barrage and hit everything in a 80 yard diameter. That's gonna suck. <laughs> yep. Don't play survival on opening night, or you'll be one of those chump melees that you <laughs> made fun of last few expansions. <laughs> yeah. What What about the the 75 one? Well, like I said earlier, Dragon's Fire Trap is like, it's a really Huge. cool trap. Um, though in a raiding situation, I'm pretty sure you'd always want Snake Hunter. Yep. Depends. It also depends. It, yeah. yeah, it also depends what they're going to put in Thrill the Hunt there. If they're going to redesign that. Um, but as far as like soloing and stuff, Dragon's Fire Traps, I don't know, I just love that thing. Just the fact that it just locks them down for eight seconds and you just keep beating on them. It's pretty cool. Yeah, okay, so the level 90 ones, though, is the one I'm really interested in, because did you try both Butchery and Serpent's Thing? Yeah. So, Serpent's Thing is, I mean, it's, works like it does now, except it's now it's Carve and Raptor Strike. Um, not much to say there, I guess. I mean, I guess, I guess you take that in single target over Butchery, but Butchery, 
Um, so say your your last rate has five seconds left. That's that's what it'll spread to everything else. So it's based on the duration. Oh, and, okay. Yeah. Um, so you basically want to last rate and then use butch then use carve right after that. But the problem I had with butchery is like the the range for spreading it seems so small. I don't know. I already like put a some feedback in for that because it just seemed like it wasn't consistent what it hit. Like like if it was everything only directly in front of you or if it was a cone. Wait, but it's or, not everything hit by carve. Were there targets getting hit by carve that weren't being hit with uh, yeah or spread? Yeah, there was. Oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah, that sounds like a bug. As for mortal wounds, um, I played with that a bit. It didn't seem to be proccing that much. It seemed to be. They don't really expose what the chance is, but it seemed like it was like about one proc per minute. That's so, horrible. It was. It's not very good. I mean, I think Serpent Sting is just way more damage than that. So hopefully they adjust that. Yeah. Huh. And how much damage was Sentry Turret doing? Nothing. It was doing nothing. Oh, <laughs> it was doing like 500 damage a hit. It's a oh, really awesome. cool ability. Like it looks really cool and everything. It's just I'm I'm gonna be interested to try it once they fix that because it's neat to just throw a turret down. It looks neat. Um, and I imagine you'd be using it a lot in raids too, compared to the trapper thing. Does it look like the uh, turret from um, Diablo? No, it's it's more of like it's more Iron Hordeish, I guess. And yeah, expert trapper is just. I mean, I just I just keep using it because of what it does to dragon's fire trap, turns it into AOE trap. And who knows? Um, maybe the, it'll be good for explosive trap for AOE, but uh, right now explosive trap still seems to be hitting for nothing, just like it always has. <laughs> <laughs> well, and if you're taking, and which one is? And are you taking? Well, Dragonfire's trap's a, a talent, right? So you're not necessarily going to take that? Right. I mean, if so you didn't take Dragon's Fire trap, then you'd have Explosive Trap Trap, instead. right. Yeah. So, so yeah, there's six assume there's at six this point traps. we'll be doing Snake Hunter instead of Dragon's Fire trap in Raid. Probably, yeah. Um, Aspect of the Beast, that, that's, that has to be a placeholder because it wasn't doing anything. I yeah. thought maybe it would apply to Flanking Strike, but it doesn't. All right. Yeah, that covers it. I think so. Well, hopefully by the time we get to our next show, they will have one more, another wave of beta invites that includes like Delirium and myself will have gone out. Number one, <laughs> and number two, hopefully they'll they'll unlock uh, Marksmanship and Beast Mastery here before too long, so you can get a get a, a first hand look at those and see how they're they're doing compared to compared to survival. But uh, definitely sounds like it's a uh, more than just a a new spec, but it's as close to a, a new class, if you will, than, than anything I think we've seen in a long time for hunters. Yeah, I honestly think that survival is going to probably appeal more to people who don't play hunters now than people who do. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I'm sure there's some hunters that are really looking forward to it, but I just have a feeling it's most current hunters would probably go MM or BM, but yeah. of course I haven't played those, so I don't know, but just coming from my perspective as someone who just plays hunters, it's kind of 
I'm just not completely sold on it. That's okay, but I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think it's something that everybody's going to at least give a look, but the majority of people that are, are playing Hunters now or that chose to play Hunters did it because primarily because it was DPS and, and ranged, and I think that combination had a lot of appeal to people, and, and the pets as well, those those sort of three things. Are, are, are what draw people and keep them playing a, a hunter and that melee is like you say a big enough change I, I kind of agree that it might appeal to people that have always wanted to play a hunter but uh, maybe we're playing a melee class or something else or, or just just, just like might attract new people to the class which is never never a bad thing I guess so, uh, right. can, I, can I just mention <clears throat> one thing or oh, actually two things real quick I know we are not going to cover um, the other artifacts, but I just want to... I'm, I'm super excited. I can't wait to see how the artifact uh, of marksmanship... There's two things that I'm super excited about. One is the first one that you pick, the wind burst. So I, I'm really excited to see how big that trail of wind is. So for anyone who doesn't know, it's a new ability. Cost no focus. It's a three-second cast, 45-second cooldown. Deals a ton of damage, which is insane, and it also leaves a trail of wind where you, you, ev- you and everyone else just uh, runs fifty percent faster. So I think that's really cool. I don't know. I just right. so basically really all it. the at pull, all the melee have to stack yeah. on your marksman yeah. hunter and exactly. <laughs> follow your arrow into the battle. Oh, you could so okay. troll your troll your melee with that, like. It's like, oh, okay, all right, boys, we're going to start 40 yards back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but I also think uh, this is really nice because it gives you something to precast. Yeah? You yeah. just precast that because now we don't really have any of that, do we? So well, aim we'll shot. have this. Well, now it's instant, but yeah, sure. We'll have aim shot, but it's still not as big. Right. And I'm not right. sure if you want to use it instantly. But this one you definitely want to use instantly, pretty sure. And uh, it's a three, it's a huge cast, so you're basically getting one for free. I don't know. I think it's really, really nice for marksmanship. You'll start uh, seeing yourself on the top of the damage uh, meter <laughs> for a second. Of course, uh, so hopefully none of the tanks want to pull with anything but a taunt because you're oh, not yeah. in any threat. Yep. But I, I, I want to see, so yeah, the thing I'm excited about is to see how big that trail of wind will be, because if it's really small, eh, but if it's like something pretty wide, then maybe it's also usable in scenarios, uh, you know, some fights, yeah, where you want to run uh, across a room or something. Uh, so that's the one thing. And then I'm also super excited about the bullseye tal- the trait which is one of the legendary ones, and it says, special attacks against the target below 20% health grant a 3% critical strike buff for 6 seconds. And this effect stacks. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, wonder, I'm, I'm wondering, does it stack infinitely? Can you go to 100% critical strike with this one? That's uh, what it yeah, so I, I, I can't wait to have the scenario where you have the boss and you have the ad and you're like, I right, stop at 20%, stop, don't touch it anymore. And then you just go up to 100% crit and you <laughs> keep nuking the boss and every six seconds you just refresh it and then you just laugh at everyone at the damage meter. 
uh, I think that would be really, really hilarious. Right, and they're making, it looks like they're making uh, executes very rare. So warriors will have them, but pretty much every other class has had their executes wiped out. So it looks like this will be one of the only executes left in the game. Yeah, because, I mean, sure, it doesn't sound that amazing, because 20% health, by the time you stack this up, the boss will be almost dead, oh wow. But if you can abuse it, it sounds amazing, I don't know, I think it's really cool. If they keep it as it says, if it's uh, if it's a buff on you, let's say, yeah? if it's not specific on the target, then there might be some scenarios where you can abuse this a lot. Anyways, that's the, just my two things that uh, got me mostly most excited about the whole artifacts. While we're there, I just want to bring up the other one, that Call of the Hunter one. It sounds pretty cool, too. It says, Markshot has a chance to summon a regiment of fallen hunters to rain down arrows upon your foes. Like, oh, what's yeah, that going to yeah. look like? Is it going to be like a bunch of, like, ghost hunters, like, appear and just, like, throw arrows everywhere? Uh, they yeah. could, could be pretty neat. Yeah, the the wording in a lot of these is just so vague. You have no idea what to expect, honestly. You just have to see it to know what it means. But definitely, probably some cool graphics. I saw the 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 graphics of the rogue. What is it like? The new spec, the uh, what's it called? Pirate. The, no, that's not pirate. It. Outlaw. 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 Right, outlaw. Man, those animation look amazing. I don't know. With uh, how you swing your swords and stuff, and it looks like you're out of an anime, something. I don't know. This is really cool. I'm really excited about the animations, actually. Yeah, I really want to know what survival. Like, I feel like they've got some of the stuff now is just filler. Like it's it's borrowed from some other spec. So I'm I'm really hoping it's going to have some cool spear animations that we haven't seen in game before. Yep. Oh, yeah, I, I didn't really talk about Harpoon. That kind of right now, that's kind of a, a work in progress in all departments. <laughs> really? What? Oh, it's just I mean, like we were just talking about animations and stuff. Right now, it doesn't really. Oh. There's there's no like little like chain in between the targets or, and it kind of just pulls you like in a straight line to your targets. So like, huh. if there's like geometry in between, you kind of just fly through it. Oh, okay. So. It's uh, it's it is fun though to be able to. So you don't know, yeah. Is there a line of sight issue at all? No, it's uh. Well, actually, there were some weird things. Like sometimes it'll let you cast it, and it'll like fly to the target, but it doesn't pull you along. And huh. I think that's that's like a, it's like a warrior's charge pathing, pathing issue. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what I was gonna ask because it. I, I yeah exactly. Because I'm wondering, like, oh, he throws it, but then what about pathing? Because the warrior, it will just say you can't use it, you know? It will give you an error or something, right? Yeah, I just wasn't getting the error. So now they're, yeah. Yeah, so unfortunately, it looks like right now, anyway, you can't, like, stand on, like, the ground and harpoon up to someone on the roof. Mm. So I tried that, and it was just... uh, that would be very hard to not abuse in <laughs> multiple scenarios. So I guess it's a it's a good idea to not have it like that. <laughs> oh, but it'd be great for PvP. Yeah, of course. Yeah. 
would be cool if you can actually also throw the harpoon on uh, a wall or something and just pull yourself. Like, I don't know if you guys play uh, League of Legends, like Nautilus, where you throw the... Or, well, in uh, Heroes of the Storm, the um, the warrior lady... What's Sonya. Her name? Sonya, right? You can just throw that and just pull yourself towards something. It doesn't have to be... I mean, we have disengaged, sure, but I don't know. We'll just look cooler. Doesn't look like it. Anyways, yeah. Can All you, right. Well, well go ahead. Sorry, can you harpoon two friendlies? No. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that would just be mean. Oh, I really gosh. want to be able to, and it actually damages your raiders. <laughs> <laughs> I think that'd be a great effect. Good luck, healers. If somebody isn't wiping fast enough. Well, we got. I mean, we're very early in the beta process, and there'll be a lot more builds to come. And so, hopefully, we'll we'll be able to talk in more detail about marksmanship and beast mastery and what, what they have to offer. But uh, for now, until next time, you have been listening to episode two hundred and thirty of the Hunting Party Podcast. I'm Dark Brew from thebrewhall dot com and the Brew Hall on Twitter. I'm Delirium from thrillthewild dot com and at Delirium Hunts on Twitter. I'm Bendak from Eyes of the Beast, Blizzard Watch, and Bendak Wow on Twitter. Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm and Andrew Brown from somewhere in Greece and at <laughs> Method Roger on Twitter. All right. Check us out on iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher, or add our RSS feed to your reader. Of course, we'll have all these links available in our show notes. If you have a question or a topic you would like us to announce on the show, email us at huntingpartypodcast at gmail.com or send us a tweet at huntingpartypod. Stay thirsty, my friends, and remember to drink your dark brew locker. Siempre prestar la emoción de los salvajes. Keep your eyes on the beast. Ask the kinis to kinigi. For Azeroth. I have no idea. We have no idea what Roger just said. So if, uh... it, it means let the hunt begin. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are a multilingual show all of a sudden. Yeah. No time to waste jump I can rock out any tree. Worried about my threat Cause I've got FD and misdirect Catching loose mobs in my traps I never miss cause I am hip caps Cause I'm the hunter not the marked I'm the fighter and not the spark Now let's begin with Illidan, Osirian, and Kil'jaeden, Magdamar, Ascalor, Gruul, Cthun, and Razorgor, Onyxia to Ragnaros, which one have we killed the most? Kel'Thuzad to Malagos, we even killed Akama's ghost.
you're on, loops and clones, it's self you're on, parking on.